Hello everyone and welcome back to 333 The Equilibrium. Today brings another Factual Friday and in this week's episode we're talking about managing uncertainty. Uncertainty is a huge part of our lives and sometimes as we grow, the anxiety we have towards the unknown may feel like it's not getting any better. And why is that? Well, because as adults, there only comes more uncertainty, vulnerability, and opportunities to feel like we're doing the wrong thing or that we may be too late in life. Now, I know you've heard of the saying, comparison is the thief of joy, and ironically, we still see others around us and go, wow, I can't believe he or she is already buying their first home or having kids. I feel so behind. And whatever your goals are, you know, we always find ourselves comparing ourselves to other people, whether that would be on social media or in real life. Now, I know it's difficult to not hold standards to ourselves, but at that same time, when things occur in our lives that we didn't plan for or were hoping would have already happened by now, we put ourselves in a position where we're forced to deal with feelings of uncertainty, disappointment, and failure. You know, what does my future look like? When will it be time to buy a home? How am I going to perform at my new job? And those things are anxiety provoking and of course we're going to hold some standards to ourselves but I think it's really important to be kind to yourself as well. And uncertainty is inevitable no matter how many outcomes you've planned but I'm going to share a few ways to manage your anxiety in times like this. So let's get started with number one, which is worry about things that you can control. And while nothing in life is still certain, what we can control is our behaviors and actions of today. For example, if you're worried and anxious about failing a test, take action where you can and set time aside to study. You know, with time in nursing school, I've realized that after doing my part in studying, going to class, going to labs, and meeting with groups, the outcome of the test may still be out of my hands. I've come to exams feeling amazing and prepared with my best foot forward and feeling so good. And then at the end, when I get my grades, I wouldn't be very satisfied and I felt like I did better. And while those experiences really blindsided me, I realized that I did what I could under the things I could control. And believe me, it still never fails to blindside me when I feel like I studied really well and still get the mark that I don't want. So I think it goes to show that no matter how many times you feel like I'm going to get it perfect, I'm prepared, you know, anything can really happen. And in these times, you may feel that your emotions are at an all-time high in your situation, which may feel frightening and overwhelming. And that brings me to number two on how to manage uncertainty is actively dealing with your emotions. Sometimes when we feel like we're spiraling, we avoid reaching out for help. And, you know, putting on a brave face only suppresses your feelings and it can really lead to depression or burnout. And every time we suppress our emotions, we basically tell ourselves that our needs aren't important. 
And I think we fail to remember that just like everyone around us, we have feelings too. And we also have to take care of ourselves much like a loved one. So whether that is seeking help from a trusted person in your life, like a friend or a professional or even a stranger, um, it's really good to kind of open up about how you feel that way. It doesn't become a burden to you. And that brings us to number three, which is to challenge your thoughts and your worries. And this was a huge part of therapy that completely transformed my way of thinking. I was actually in a cognitive behavioral therapy group. Um, It was uh, for restructuring. And, you know, what I was taught to do was ask myself, what are the advantages and disadvantages of certainty? And what changes when you have certainty? And I want you to ask yourself that as well. And truthfully, no matter how much we try to prepare for every outcome, life may always find a way to surprise you. We make ourselves suffer more than we have to by excessively thinking about things that are out of our hands. And I also want you to ask yourself, am I just assuming bad things will happen because I'm uncertain? And what is the likelihood that this will happen and why? This is a really important question that I ask myself. And it's really helped me out because my therapist told me that by asking these questions, I was actually putting my thoughts to trial and seeing whether they're irrational or based off of facts. And nine times out of 10, they were irrational for me. And it really opened my eyes to how much my thoughts were damaging my happiness and my well-being i think it's very common that when you're uncertain you want to prepare yourself for the worst um but doing so may be irrational and as i said it may make you suffer more than you have to right i used to ruminate on my irrational thoughts and i would actually reach out to people and you know tell them what i'm thinking and what i'm feeling and they would sometimes be like where did you even draw that conclusion from what evidence even shows you that that would happen or that that's even true right so it's sometimes really good to step back and like ask yourself you know what is making me feel this way where is it coming from is this true right and number four is learning to accept uncertainty And recently, I tuned into a podcast episode of um, Jay Shetty's On Purpose with Lauren London, and they both discussed experiences with life not going as planned and the acceptance of uncertainty. So for those who don't know, Lauren London lost her partner, Nipsey Hussle, a few years ago, and she speaks about what it was like to have a certain life plan and have it turn all upside down, you know, with having kids and raising a family and she said that no matter how much you think you have in terms of control in your life it can still really take its own turn and one thing she said that really stuck with me was why would i fight against the rocks when i can just flow with the river and it reminded me of how many times my life has done a complete 180 despite all the planning that I've had. And although it felt like a major setback, I still always found a way in the end and it still worked out for me. And just like with you, you know, it always does. It always works out for everybody, whether that is what you planned or not. However it played out is exactly how it was meant to. 
And lastly, number five is to focus on the present. And on Mondays, we focus on mindfulness. And one of the things I really try to highlight in my content and in my own life is to focus on the present. I've dealt with a fair amount of loss in my life. And one thing I always think about is I wish I enjoyed it while I still had that person. And my reflection has really opened my eyes to the fact that tomorrow is not promised and yesterday is already done. So it is what we do with today that matters so that we can try and live a fulfilling life. I can honestly say that these can be much more challenging to handle and to practice than it sounds. But I believe that in order to initiate a change, um, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable and when I practiced these I felt like I was losing my mind because I was so fixed on anxiety for a really long time it ran my life and sometimes it still tries to take charge but now that I know these techniques and have consistently practiced them it becomes my decision to change my thinking patterns and by practicing these you get to recognize your triggers quickly and you get to stop yourself early and say, hold on, I see where this is going and I'm gonna stop you right there. One thing that I was always told to practice, which felt a little weird in the beginning was, when I see myself falling into these patterns, I say, oh, I see what you're doing there. Thank you, brain, for trying to protect me, but that's not a helpful thinking pattern right now. And, um, I still believe that, you know, support is always needed and I do encourage to seek it from a trusted person or a professional, but as I've always said, it's often a choice to change our way of thinking and we just need to be given the right tools. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Factual Friday and if you have any comments, please feel free to reach out on Instagram and don't forget to participate in this week's poll if you're on Spotify and leave a rating or review if you have the time because it really helps me to improve the podcast and grow in my own experience and practice. Thank you for tuning in and as always, I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys!